Strength in the Shadows, the podcast where we fearlessly navigate the art of building discipline, cultivating grit, mastering resilience, and unlocking true potential. Surpass your limits and join us on this journey of transformation as we unapologetically explore the intersection of fitness, mindset, and unwavering accountability. Welcome, my friend. Let's go. The Legend of the Semen Demon. So hazing looks a little bit differently, right, across colleges and universities in the United States, of course, with generations, right? Older generations may see hazing or define hazing differently than younger generations, just different experiences and, of course, different perspectives. Well, I went to college, right? We'll call it college, also known as prison. It was not a traditional experience. And I went to the United States Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland. Beautiful campus, good education. I made great friends, right? Great relationships, a strong alumni network. However, right, when I was there, I oftentimes wish I had chosen Arizona State or University of Miami or UCLA or USC. I mean, anywhere but the Naval Academy. So I was lucky enough, right, to be exposed to the Naval Academy a little bit earlier, right, as a kid, because my father was a graduate who had gone there in the 80s. So I had heard tales or stories of hazing back in the 80s, and it was obviously a different world compared to what I went through, and of course, what current classes are going through, right? Well, in the 80s, when my dad was a freshman, during summer orientation, also called plebe summer, plebe means freshman, and plebeian is Latin for low-class dirt. So plebe is short for plebeian. Obviously, you can put two and two together and realize that freshmen probably weren't treated that great at my school. That was just the culture. That was part of the training. And so sure enough, my dad as a freshman had to go through the icebox. It was a training evolution in which they took all freshmen, put them in sweatpants, sweatshirts, put a hood on. And then, of course, right, sometimes sweatshirts have with the hood a place where you can tie something. Well, they tied the hood shut to where only a small little hole for the eyes could peep out. So you're completely in a sweatsuit and they would march the freshmen down the hallway, right, into one of the breezeways. And the breezeway is basically a hallway or passageway that connects two different parts of our dorm. And so in the summertime, especially in Annapolis, where if you've ever been to Virginia or Maryland or D.C. in the summertime with the humidity, dude, it's another level. It almost feels as if you're underwater. It's very hard to breathe. Well, in some of these hallways, right, or passageways, the breezeway, in the summertime in the 80s, with zero AC with no air conditioning, it can get to what? 110, 120 degrees in there at least? I mean, an absolute nightmare. Zero AC. And sure enough, they marched the freshmen in there with their sweatsuits on. They shut the doors. And the goal, right? The winner. All they have to do is be the last man standing. And so boom, one by one, as soon as they shut the door, boom, boom, boom. Let the bodies hit the floor. All these freshmen start dropping like flies. And once again, the last man standing won. Fast forward some years. And now I am a freshman at the Naval Academy, right? We've heard our stories, but the story I'm about to explain to you, right? Dude, this has never happened ever to any other class at the Naval Academy. And I have to make this clear too. During an academic year, right, or whenever you arrive to the Naval Academy for your class, 
you are split into 30 different teams or 30 different companies, we call them. And you stay with that company throughout your entire time, throughout your entire four years. And so I was in 25th company. I have friends that were from 13th company or 30th, right? You get the point. Everyone's assigned a team or like with a mascot and its own culture. And obviously certain companies have easier or more enjoyable experience cultures than, of course, than what I was put into. So anyone at the Naval Academy knows 25th company as, you know, pretty much hell. Lucky me, right? And so sure enough, I remember during the academic year, right, our training officer, right, or our training sergeant, he ends up telling us, hey, we're going to have a training evolution during lunch. Make sure you're there. Make sure you're around or you're on deck. Well, we should have known better, right, to either one, hide in our rooms like some kids did or go to the library and fucking study or go to the gym and pump some iron. Well, sure enough, right, like brainwashed little freshmen that we were trying to prove ourselves, we showed up. We were right there in our rooms when it was time for the training evolution. And they called it the human plebipede. Now, some of you listening may recognize that name or sounds awfully familiar to a horror movie called The Human Centipede. And I won't go super into details on this. I don't recommend you see the movie. But essentially, the plot of this movie, some crazy scientist or surgeon ends up capturing two or three humans and runs this mad psycho experiment in which he ties the mouth of one human to the rear end of someone in front of them, right? And he basically makes a train of humans, right? And then feeds the human in front to see how long this new animal or experiment can last, right? Don't need to go into more details, but super messed up. Well, it was our turn, right? The human plebipede, right? Remember, plebe means freshman. And so... The upperclassman goes, please, hit a bulkhead, which means come outside, right? Get in the hallway, get into the position of attention, and await tasking. Aye, sir, as we all acknowledge the command, we come out to the hallway. He asks us, do you want to be a good officer? Do you want to lead sailors and Marines and do a good job in the future? Well, of course we did, right? Yes, sir, we replied. He goes, good. Everybody. Get on your knees. We're like, what? He then gets on one knee, looks at us with this grimace or this grin, locked in eyes, and he goes, get on your knees. This guy was an absolute psychopath. So we get on our knees, and he goes, right face. Right face is the command for turning to the right. One of us stands up and is like, Sir, I'm sorry. Absolutely not. No way. The training officer cuts him off and goes, now. The pipsqueak drops down, right? Gets back on his knees. It was a good effort, but didn't work out. So we're all on our hands and knees. We turn right. And so now, as a spectator from the outside, we're essentially like a line, a perfect line of freshmen facing one direction. There's like 20-something of us, right? And then he takes it a step further. Once again, PTSD is striking me as I tell the story, but we must tell the story, right? The Navy Times would have loved 
to put this in the press, right? Luckily enough, though, this got covered up and Big Navy never found out about it. Until now. So, he takes it a step further and he goes, well, you want to be good officers, right? Put your face and the person in front of you right into their ass. We're like, what? He's like, do it now. And so sure enough, like brainwashed little freshmen, we followed the command of our superior. And I'll never forget it. Lucky enough, right? A female was right in front of me. I think she's married now. And so out of respect, maybe for her husband, we'll call her Deborah. I have to put my face in Deborah's ass. And then some unlucky dude behind me gets all the way up in mine. It was very uncomfortable. It was not pleasant. It's not my scene, right? Different strokes for different folks, but not my gig, not my game, right? And then he goes, forward, march. We're like, what? Forward, march, as he smiles. And sure enough, at one mile per hour, in a straight line, the human plebipede takes off and slowly but surely on our hands and knees, making our way down the hallway. Well, it must have been an act of God because the company officer, right? The person, a real officer in the Navy, he was a lieutenant. The officer who was in charge of all of us, right? Of 25th company. He all of a sudden comes out of nowhere up the stairs and he is now on deck. He is in the hallway and all he does is look and stare. You should have seen the look on this upperclassman's face. He had the fear of God struck into him. He went pale and you could see him take a big gulp. He knew he done fucked up. And so the lieutenant, who was an awesome guy, a great officer, ends up saying, hey, freshman plebes, get on your feet, go to your rooms, go to class, get out of here. So he stops the evolution. And I'm not going to say he grabbed the upperclassman, right? By the back of his, you know, his head or his neck. But he kindly escorted him to his office, slammed the door, and I'm sure, boom, went off on this guy. He got punished. He didn't get kicked out of school, right? But he ended up, you know, losing his position as, you know, the training officer or the training sergeant, whatever you want to call the billet. And that was it. That was the human plebipede. Now... When we were freshmen, right, even before the human plebipede, when we had first arrived at the Naval Academy, we had caught wind of a story that had happened a few years prior. So to one of our upperclassmen, right, when they were freshmen, this is what one of these idiots did, right? Because people just take it too far. There are boundaries, but once again, young, dumb, and full of cum, literally, some people don't know their limits. So the legend of the semen demon. This freshman, right, is about to celebrate or is getting ready to celebrate Army-Navy week. So every year, Army plays Navy, right, in football and other sports. But the Army-Navy football game, very, very popular, very, very famous. And so in the week leading up to that football game, midshipmen, right, cadets over at Army, there's a lot of pranks going on, right? It's a week of pranks, a lot of fun. But once again, there's levels to the game and there's boundaries, right? There's limits, there's rules. And this one cat, right? This one midshipman or one student as a freshman 
wanted to go big, right? Go big or go home, as some may say. And for the two or three months leading up to Army-Navy week, right, he ended up masturbating into two, not one, two Gatorade bottles that were completely empty. Not the mini ones, the big ones, right? And so he's draining the sea monster day in and day out. And for two to three months, he ends up filling both Gatorade bottles, puts the lid on, and awaits Army Week, right? Well, sure enough, he gets told by some upperclassmen to go prank X, Y, or Z room, right? Obviously, there's limits to this. It's all in good fun, but this just took it way too far. He ends up going to their room, opens up both Gatorade bottles, and tosses them in like grenades with the caps barely on. So, boom! The Gatorade bottles hit the floor with a perfect trajectory, with a high ceiling room. Boom! Hits the floor. And semen, right? Human liquid there completely covers the room. The bottles bounce. It's flying everywhere. On the bed, on the chairs, on the dresser, on the window. I mean, it's an absolute mess. I can only imagine the scene. And then, boom, he runs away. And like an idiot, gets caught. And sure enough, part of his punishment, right? As he was now labeled the semen demon, the Naval Academy made him the sexual assault and the sexual harassment coordinator, right? Or the prevention coordinator. To which this midshipman is in a leadership role. No one wants to do that job typically. It's an important role, but it was used as a punishment in this case. For basically the next three or four years, he was in charge of putting together the PowerPoints and making speeches or leading midshipmen through training on what to do and what not to do. And clearly, uh, I think he overstepped some boundaries there, but the legend of the semen demon lives on, and that got passed down from class to class to class. So any of the new midshipmen listening now, right? Maybe you're the class of 2024, 2022, whatever, it doesn't matter. You have now been educated, and the legend of the semen demon has been passed on. Now, I have more stories, right? More experiences, some other crazy shit. We'll get into that in other episodes, so stay tuned. But you heard the icebox, right? The human plebipede, and of course, the legend of the semen demon. Go Navy. Hoo-yah. As we come to a close, I would like to express my sincere appreciation to each and every one of you for joining us on this transformative journey. If you found value in our discussions and stories, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review for my podcast. Your reviews not only fuel my passion for creating meaningful content, but also allow others to discover this empowering space. Your support truly makes a difference. All links are in the description. Thank you for being an essential part of this dynamic community. Goodbye for now, and remember, keep going.